Hello and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club style video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Swain. And I am Eric Riker. And I'm Nolan Lorch. We're here to deliver your monthly dose of video game nourishment. If you're unfamiliar with us, we're a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game. For this month, we played Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1. That's not actually part of it. It's just Final (laughs) Fantasy VII Remake. But it's part of one of something, right? One of maybe two to four. (laughs) Two two to four. That's a good soft range. I've heard two. I've heard four. Great. You know. What have you heard, Eric? Uh, I've heard for like some small, easy payments monthly, you'll uh, eventually get the whole game. <laughs> uh, before we get into the world of video games, we got to cover our housekeeping. If you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. I have to give a shout out out there because uh, somebody did click that five star button this week. Ooh, Ooh. Our total amount of five star reviews has gone up. Well, I can't say for sure it was five stars, but we have a five-star rating. So I imagine it's an average, right? So somebody clicked a two or three, then then we drop. Uh, if you guys can send us what you think about the video games, what we're playing, what you want to play in the future, any feedback on the podcast at all, you can do that videogamerations at gmail.com. You can also do that on Twitter if you're into character limits at VG Rations, And then the always poppin' Discord uh, server where ooh, we're going to get into it quickly. Uh, you can find the link to our discord server, uh, in our Twitter bio. Very yeah. Good. I was going to say, good. uh, Discord. I've getting some like other people who've never used discord want to add me to discord because of this, uh, Microsoft talk, but different topic, oh. but oh, okay. I thought that was interesting. Someone's like, do you use discord? Oh, because it's, yep. it's in the news. They're hearing about it. Do I ever? Uh, first off, how are you guys doing? Wait, hold up. What? I have to ask. I have to ask Eric one question. Yes. Yes. Did you promote the podcast? I most say? certainly did. Oh, okay. There we go. That's what I wanted to hear. I'll give a shout out to my coworker who said, oh, I'm just I'm playing a Star Wars. Man, I can't think of the name of that. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Fall Order. Order. Yeah, it's <laughs> a mouthful. Great game. And then I was I like, should... you should listen to it, but I don't know if it's a banger episode, so hopefully uh, it was a good recommendation. Ooh, I feel like that episode's pretty good. We were we were hyped on that game. It's a great game. All right, back to the question at hand. How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm good. It's yeah. actually, I had a half day today. I got tomorrow off Ooh. doing some, oh, doing some chores. No, 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 yeah, no, it's, no. This is a video game podcast, Eric. You're supposed to be playing video games. I mean, I'll do those at night. Like last mm-hmm. night, I I stayed up till like 12.30 playing Final Fantasy VII, trying to make some headway in it. Okay, nice. Nice, nice. nice. How are you, Nolan? Uh, I am also doing really good. Uh, last month was insane. Mm. Uh, I was so crazy busy. And this month, I've been busy, but it's been you know, manageable. I haven't nice. been working late. I haven't been working weekends. been playing lots of games. It's been great. That's awesome. Oh, it's also been super nice outside. Oh. So I've just oh. had like all my windows and my studio open. I have rubber mat floors in my shop. They kind of 
stuff up the air a little bit in the winter. So oh. it's okay. been airing out. It's been great. Nice. You stretch, your, you stretch your toes on those? You take those burks off? Burks come off as soon as I enter. Oh. <laughs> it's a no-shoe zone. That's like a... It's like your dojo. Yeah, I was going to say. Right. You're... Eventually, I'm going to get all bamboo flooring in here. It's gonna be I'm awesome. just going to come over to your house and battle you and just take your la- or your computer from you. That's... I'm going to overthrow your dojo. Is that, is that what happens? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. Are we going to are we going to physically battle or are we going to battle in some sort of video game form? I don't know. The mats are kind of inviting for a wrestling match, but uh I know I'll lose, so I might have to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I got a little weight on you. Get some like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something. There we go. This took a strange turn. You asked how we were doing. Yeah, <laughs> I did. This I is did. this is your doing. Right? Okay, you're right. You're right. Too open ended of a topic. Uh, we we got to get into into the nitty gritty real quick here. Um, last podcast, there was one little sentence that did not fly under the radar <laughs> to our listeners. Yeah. Uh, Nolan, would you uh care to remind the people what what was said? Yeah. All right. That episode took me a lot of time to edit. And I took great care to fact check all the stuff, all the content mm-hmm. that we put in there because mm-hmm. we play one game. We're not professionals. We have our we have busy lives. We don't always get everything right. And we talked at crazy length about that game. Mm-hmm. So I had to edit a lot out. No one gives a fuck about that <laughs> because I said I don't put mayonnaise in my tuna fish sandwiches. I just use a little <laughs> mustard, and sometimes I use like a zug sauce, which is like a jalapeno lemon pesto-y looking thing. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. And everyone lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> they did. Uh, the Discord uh, server, uh, link on the Twitter bio, um, was a frenzy. The reason why nobody <laughs> notices is because you yeah. do such a fantastic job at it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. If it was terrible, you sure. people would be screaming from the rooftops, I'm sure. Okay. So my editing was good, but my take on mayonnaise was apparently really bad. <laughs> the one the yeah. one take on mayonnaise. Uh, I believe somebody said you were a psychopath. Um, yeah. That makes sense. You know, there there's all sorts of stuff in there. So we actually do have some listener listener questions uh, that we got to cover. Not about not about the games though. No, no, no. About no. the may- about the mayonnaise. Uh, we'll try. We'll try to be brief here. <laughs> uh, Chris, a uh, longtime fan of the show, wants to know your take on Miracle Whip. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Chris, for writing in. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've had Miracle Whip. It's always been the white bread of mayonnaise, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, definitely. So I'm gonna just tell a long story, and if you're bored, you can blame this on Chris. So. <laughs> Way back when, when I was in seventh grade, I was pretty punk, and I hung out with a lot of (laughs) punk people, Uh and a friend of mine said he would eat a jar of Miracle Whip if he could get someone else's cool studded jean jacket with lots of punk patches on it already Mm. built in. So he was going to do it. And then um, someone, a teacher at the school found out and said, like, pulled him in and said, don't do this. It's going to be really bad for you. Like, mayonnaise is garbage cream. <laughs> yeah. And so he backed out. And then another friend uh, said that he would do it. 
So then we all went over to my friend's house, got our camera that only shot eight millimeter cassettes because this was <laughs> a long time ago. Uh-huh. And we pr- we watched this punk dude eat a jar of mayonnaise and puke for like <laughs> an hour and a half. And I filmed the whole thing. Wow. And then he then he drank a liter of cola. Ugh. And that's what I think a Miracle Whip, or at least that's what I, the only thing I can think of when someone asks me what I think of Miracle Whip is a punk teenager puking in a bush for an hour and a half. So hmm. there you okay. go, Chris. That's what I think. Oh, geez. Speaking of I, editing, uh, <laughs> Kevin wants oh, to know. <laughs> that's not uh, getting edited at all. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin wants to know, uh, do you consider Miracle Whip mayonnaise, or is it its own thing? I'm sorry, Kevin. I guess I just don't give a shit about Miracle Whip. <laughs> okay. No, I, don't, I don't think he does either. But um, <laughs> And he wants to know, have you heard of the mayonnaise of all mayonnaise? It's Japanese. It's called Kewpie Mayo. Have you heard of uh, this? No, but we talked about this in the Discord. Yes. And um, I believe Seth said that he's had it, and it was really good. I would I would be interested in trying it. So, so I I use strictly Cupie Mayo myself. I'm a Cupie oh, really? Mayo man. Um, I, can you just buy it from the store? Uh, Amazon. You can, I think there's some stores you can get it. Um, so it's it's can, different than hold American up, hold Mayo. Up, hold, yeah, up, go ahead. hold up. Go ahead. So you you Order buy on mayonnaise, a garbage <laughs> a garbage condiment on Amazon from Amazon. Yes, a garbage yes. a garbage company. A garbage company. <laughs> okay. So it's a little different than American mayo. It's made with only egg yolks instead of the whole egg. And they use a rice or apple vinegar uh, with no added salt or sugar. Hmm. That's Cupie mayonnaise. So is it more like a, what's like the flavor of like? It, uh, it says it's more of an umami style mayonnaise. So is that more mouthfeel? <laughs> sure. Isn't that what umami is? <laughs> I don't know. I think it tastes better. I've done side to side comparisons and it's definitely better. I recommend it. Um, yep. Cool. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. And then Kevin has, this is the last one that we have in the mail topic. Uh, <laughs> Kevin said this is his, fa- his favorite mayo factoid. Replace butter with mayonnaise on your grilled cheese for next level upgrades to your common after middle school snack. Uh. Can I can I say one more thing? Of about course, butter of course. and mayonnaise. Yes, <laughs> I don't hate. I don't really hate mayonnaise. I just don't like a lot of it. Okay. Same goes for butter. Okay. Like I want like, I can't have any like globs on my sandwich. It has to be like super thin. Yeah, I I'm, you know I'm a light mean? light mayo man. Yeah. Too. Definitely. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't. I don't put mayo in any like sandwich at all careful um, what you say eric you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna cause an uproar yep. no but if it's on <laughs> yeah, my sandwich yeah. I, have, I have no problem with mayo on my sandwich i don't yeah. actively put mayo on my sandwich i put it in my tuna though i mean i i'll, I'll eat tuna fish with mayonnaise in it i just if i'm making it at home i just don't because mm-hmm. i just prefer just mustard or some other you know exotic thing yep 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 i will say Thanks. sriracha sriracha mayo is great for camping and now, do you, mi- do you mix your own sriracha mayo, or do you buy it pre-mixed? Uh, we've always bought it pre-mixed. Ooh. Now, that's con- but, that's controversial. Um, I'm sorry I don't know more about Miracle Whip or other mayonnaise facts. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Uh, but uh, I want to try this Japanese 
mayonnaise. I uh, I'll bring it over next time. I guess I don't know. <laughs> someone someone send me some Japanese mayonnaise from Amazon, please. I owe you. I'm gonna bring you some Q pie mayonnaise and tenant the next time I see you. Oh, set okay. up a okay. set up an Amazon wish Amazon wish list. Yeah, okay. the show the the VGR needs an Amazon wish list. Oh my god, it's only gonna have mayonnaise on it. No, it's <laughs> mayonnaise and novelty food items. <laughs> Let's uh let let's get going on the on the video game conversation here uh and and warm up with a little uh what what we've been currently playing uh Eric Eric what do you, what would you play in the month of March besides Final Fantasy VII remake? Uh, so actually, just the other day, this uh kick, Kickstarter game I backed uh came out uh actually came out on I believe Game Pass now. It is yeah. Uh, but I've I've only played I've only messed around with the demo, but it was uh, Naruto Nar- Naruto. It sounds like Naruto, but they always say it like Naruto boy. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm doing a terrible uh, uh, interpretation of it there, but um, yeah, it's like a side-scrolling '80s themed kind of eight-bit graphic-looking game. Uh, pretty fun so far. The IGN. Didn't, gave it like a pretty low review but Mm -hmm. um more style than substance i did uh see oh shit was it on game scoop or something like that they said uh game game of the year contender possibly so far so although this is yeah yeah yeah. so i mean it's it's it looks cool and the development of it's been awesome and Mm -hmm. uh the story's kind of like someone gets sucked into a computer program type thing so yeah, uh, I'm excited to keep playing it. I just only play the demo, so I'm kind of waiting for. Uh, I was kind of waiting for it to come out, and now it just came out. Nice. It looks um, like a real good Switch game. Yeah. So just been playing that. Uh, Nolan, you've been gaming anything cool? Oh, I've been gaming. <laughs> he be gaming. Uh, I've been playing a game called Loop Hero, which I think came out this month mm. as well. Mm. It's an idle game, kind of. It's just got a really cool aesthetic and a pretty interesting story and um, like deeper mechanics than I originally thought were going to happen. A friend of mine told me that he was playing it obsessively and I was like, okay, whatever, you know. And then I looked into it and the art is really rad and it's only like a $15 game and it was like $9 when I bought it. So this will be good. Oh man, is it awesome. Uh, it's kind of a deck building game where you spawn and a random path will generate. You are doing loops around this like this like path and every time you um, make a loop or every time you get into a fight with a monster, you'll get like loot to like upgrade your guy so you can like slot in like better weapons and do like character builds. And then you're also getting cards which you can use to add different biomes and different like structures to the map. You'll you'll get like a grove and you'll put that on the on your path and that will like spawn this like wolf every time the sun comes up. But every time you cross it, you'll also get like a resource like a wood resource <clears throat> so you like are doing these loops and you every time you do it the 
level of the enemies go up and more and more of them spawn and it gets kind of crazy you may want to try to go for one more loop and get a little more resource but you you'll get stomped on or something you know um and then there's like a base building mechanic where you're like building like a town kind of and it's ah man it's just like it's a great thing to like have on in the background like Mm -hmm. i guess that's like the point of idle games you know but i was watching something on youtube or i was watching netflix or something and i was just like doing some loops and just experimenting with different um tiles and cards because they affect each other and you can make things happen that like i just wouldn't expect and it's just got a really good soundtrack and it's chill yeah it's super fun base building little mini rpgs that sounds interesting like you should definitely check it out yeah cool. I'm, a, I'm, ex- I'm excited to play it I, I was gonna say it's another devolver digital title too we played a lot of Devol- yeah. devolver they know how to they know how to pick a game i haven't played it too much i've only done about like 10 loops i've started to like get just into the base building and like new characters <clears throat> like will pop up and start talking to you drop a little lore on you so I'm excited to find out more about that. Nice. I feel like I've just scratched the surface. So, uh, Brian, uh, what have you been playing? Um, you know, it's been a pretty busy month for me, so I haven't been playing much outside of Final, Final Fantasy VII. Um, but I have gotten into Escape from Tarkov. Mm. Tarkov so takeover. I recently... Uh, yeah, Finally, it's happening. Recently built a built a PC. Um, actually, at the beginning of this the month, I I fully built it, um, and downloaded Tarkov and have been playing that with my Tarkov daddies, as I like to call them, <laughs> Nolan and Seth. Because uh, boy, is there a, a learning curve to this game with no hand holding. Or yeah. tutorials, or uh, not even like a basic menu overview tutorial. I don't think there might have been no. one actually. No, but. nothing. Whoo! There's you, a lot. They just dump you in, and they're like, "Here's yep. your gun. Mm-hmm. Go figure it out." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun. It's definitely challenging. It's overwhelming at times. Mm-hmm. Um. I, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. I definitely need to put more time into it to really understand what's going on because I'm still like getting through the first couple levels, uh, which you really can't do a lot uh, yourself. You know what I mean? Like right. you can't. Not right. a lot of modding going on. Everything's kind of a struggle to get through right now. But once you yeah. hit a certain level ten, the market opens up. And you can start selling <clears throat> selling stuff that you find in raid for a lot more than you would just sell it to like merchants and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Also, uh, I haven't played on uh, keyboard and mouse probably since like I was like nineteen or twenty. Uh, so that takes a little getting used to. And I'm doing that in well, not just in Tarkov, but mostly in <laughs> mostly in Tarkov. So that's a it's an endeavor, yeah. but. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, it's um I I could go on and on about Tarkov, but I will keep it really short. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're confronted with so many things in that game and 
you don't know what to keep and what to get rid of. Yep. Like once you kind of learn that, it starts to become a much more freeing game. Mm-hmm. Lots <laughs> of wikis, these... lots of wikis open, lots of uh, maps open on the second screen. Yeah. What are these uh, dog tags people are posting about? <laughs> There's no like kill markers or the only way you know who you killed is if you gather their dog tags off their dead body. Gotcha. You'll see at the end of a raid when you get out, you'll see like you've killed sca- this many scavs, which are the computer players. And you'll see like a USEC with question marks on it, which means that you killed a player, but you didn't get their dog tag, so you don't know like anything about them. So, and it also tells you what level they are and stuff too. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty fun. Like I'm kind of like middle of the like leveling right now, and I killed like a really high level player the other day with a cheapo gun, and whew, man, it was so nice. Mm-hmm. Felt good. Uh, actually, I will give an honorable mention to Apex because Nolan and I have played a couple games. Oh, yeah. oh it is so good on PC. Yeah, man. Compared Such to a... console. Damn. Yeah. I was going to say, Nolan Nolan did the consumer review of the Switch version. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Um, I got a kill. The next fight I got into it was me and another guy, and you could clearly see us both struggling with the controls. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were just, like, standing there, like, trying to aim, and he just got it a little quicker than me. So, And then I just promptly deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the kicker. Yeah. I, I should say the, the PC version... Um, outpaces the the ps4 console version because i didn't i haven't tried it on the next gen xbox um but on pc it feels great and looks amazing compared to ps4 holy shit yeah but yeah Uh, yes it's it's a good looking game yeah eric we got to get some games yeah okay anyways um moving on here uh, this is your um, monthly reminder that we're not games journalists or anything like that, but we do like to talk about a little bit of video game news, the highlights of the month, as you will. Um, the big one this month is that Xbox and Bethesda are officially one. They yep. sealed, they sealed, sealed the deal. They finally they they, signed those contracts. They signed yep. the contracts. The ink's dry. It passed through the EU and America antitrust i don't know organizations whatever the hell they do um and it's done so bethesda is officially under the xbox development studio i don't know what do you call it hierarchy i guess yep yeah the brand the the tree <laughs> that is that is uh microsoft game studios the monolith <laughs> that is microsoft yeah um, so on March 11th, uh, Bethesda, there was a Bethesda joins Xbox roundtable, which was an over an hour of Xbox Bethesda talk. It was kind of like, here's um, Bethesda's history. Here's Xbox's history. How the two have worked together um, before. Did you guys uh, catch any of that at all? No. Um, I, they announced that there wasn't going to be any game announcements and that's i mean it's cool informational stuff but at Mm -hmm. the time i wasn't like uh available to listen to it uh i did i don't think i knew about the round table and Mm. also i didn't watch it 
it was kind of a, like a lot of like inside baseball stuff, um, like how they've worked together before. There was a really interesting tidbit with Todd Howard, um, and he talked about the struggles with the Fallout 76 launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said the first person he called was like Phil Spencer and asked him like, Hey, like, how do we fix this? Like, what should we do? Kind of just like asked him for advice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? We'll, we'll get some people on it for you and, uh, get back to you in, in a couple of days with some, some, our advice and stuff. And he's like, since, I mean, they had a working relationship before that, but he's like, that's when he knew like they had like a really tight partnership, which was kind of cool, um, that they've been working together for for so long because there were some like like um, even the old titles like quake like they've had to been like partners forever mm -hmm. and uh i some of the elder scrolls were microsoft exclusives back in the day i want to say like oblivion maybe or morrowind or something at first morrowind was on original xbox for sure yeah yeah um oblivion oh no it was on playstation 3 Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's, there's some interesting stuff in there. It's, uh, worth checking out. I think if you're, uh, like to see how those type of relationships work, um, mm-hmm. there's, like I said, some good inside baseball talk. Um, the big one that made the round and, uh, the rounds in the news was, uh, everybody's been wondering for a year, what the hell's going on with, exclusives like what's uh bethesda games are going to be exclusive what's not there's all sorts of thoughts and theories um i'm going to read a quote from phil spencer which is a a little long but it gives a little insight into the thoughts on the future obviously i can't sit here and say every bethesda game is exclusive because we know that's not true there are contractual obligations that we're going to see through which we always do in every one of these instances said spencer We have games that exist on other platforms and we're going to go and support those games on the platforms they're on. There are communities of players and we love those communities and we're going to continue investing in them. But if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know that this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. That's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building. The creative capability we will be able to bring to market for Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. Sweet. Crazy. Uh, so, like, the contractual stuff that's already going, uh, there's two Bethesda games that are, like, one-year exclusives to PlayStation, I believe, and that's Time Loop and Do- Ghostwire Do- Tokyo. Go- I was going to say, Ghostwire Tokyo is an interesting one because there's not much we know about it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Deathloop works. That, those are the only ones that are, like, actively been promoted as yeah uh, being in, in development and coming mm-hmm. out for playstation sure. so mm-hmm. oh yeah i who think knows, uh, who knows what they have going on indiana jones is the other one that a lot of people think um could be cross-platform just because it was announced before the acquisition was officially complete mm-hmm. um yeah but so, so they, star that star one but that's definitely going to be starfield yeah, the the thought with like the Indiana Jones is that it's since it's like a Disney property that there might be something that they're like, you know, it has to be um cross platform, but then people just say Spider Man is Disney and also uh or Marvel and only on PlayStation. So who who knows? Of course it's I, all just speculation. Yeah. Sure, sure. I was gonna say I don't know if I think Sony still owns Spider Man. 
Yes, they do. Yeah. And then the the games on existing platforms, I think that is um like the ones that already exist, like Elder Scroll Online, they're going to continue support. Mm-hmm. Um like Fallout 76 obviously. There might be some other ones, you know, yeah. but I think we'll see what's going to happen in the future. There's some big ones like is Elder Scroll 6 going to be uh cross-platform? From this it kind of doesn't sound like it. I yeah, I don't know. I kind of hope Elder Scrolls continues to be cross-platform. I would like to see existing or con- like franchises that are already cross-platform mm-hmm. continue to be cross-platform. But like mm-hmm. that's new Star game, like Starfield. Starfield that could I could easily see that one being exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. So. I feel yeah. I feel like the Fallout's and the Skyrim's they kind of have to do on all platforms same with like doom and wolfenstein and stuff mm-hmm. yeah like those just i don't know they just feel they feel right on everything <laughs> yeah if definitely. that i just feel like it would be kind of shitty to remove those after like people are already like ingrained in the mm-hmm. like the culture of those games you know it'll be interesting um and just how he says uh they're gonna ship on platforms where game pass exists I think Microsoft has like they have been a little more like open to supporting other systems than mm-hmm. I feel like most other companies. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they've even said like uh, I think Sony's always the hiccup kind of on some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that who knows a point and blame on someone else, but yeah. still. Yep. Well, yep. they they bought uh, Mojang, right? And that Minecraft is still on everything. Yep. Yep. Um, You'd be crazy if they took that out. That's such a cash cow. Oh my God. They would, but it wouldn't be unheard of. I don't think. Yeah. Um, Especially with Minecraft. It has such a longstanding fan base. Like people would lose their minds if, yeah. if it just all of a sudden was like, yep, yeah, nope, no more updates for you. Yeah. yeah. Like my nephew plays on switch and he like loves it. Yep. Um, oh yeah, that was going to be the other one. Ori is a Microsoft uh, made by a Microsoft Studio, and that has been that came to Switch. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. It oh, took a little man. while for the first Ori, but Will of the Wisps was I think same day on Switch. Right. What a what a good game. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of like Microsoft being like, yeah, we'll we'll kick you we'll kick you a bone here, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're still making money, so I know. <laughs> I I don't think. I mean, I think like switch is very well known as like the kind of the indie platform these days. Like if you're an indie developer, you want your game to be on switch. So what was kind of crazy if you don't. Yep. Yep. That was the conference that just happened recently. It was the indie conference that just happened. And stalker two was like the highlight of it. The Xbox indie one. Yeah. And I thought, I thought that was a triple a, I'd never played that series. So that's why I was kind of confused when that was like, in the games i think the studio is a indie studio though it's not a triple a studio no it is I but i i always just equated it with being a big i thought it was a bigger title ah that's kind of what ori ori being kind of like they're almost they're a small indie studio but they're owned mm-hmm. by microsoft mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right 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 dude i've been jonesing so hard for another ori i can't i kind of want to just go back and play him again I yeah I still haven't jumped into Will of the Wisps. I've been meaning to do that. Yeah, I haven't done that one either. It's really um, 
So I guess the other thing that was a part of that thing, they listed off 20 games that added to Game Pass. Um, and it, they, I think they said like later this week or something like that. And they dropped a couple days later. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any on there that you guys are excited to play? Um, and then we'll uh, tease our game for next month because it's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm excited to go uh, play the other Wolfenstein games that I didn't play because we played... Oh, was it the new, new order. order yep new order yeah and that was super yeah. fun and i i just i like that game but i didn't have the the push to like seek out the other ones so mm-hmm. i think this is kind of an easy way into it mm-hmm. and then i i think i've mentioned this like a year and a half ago i tried to get back into fallout 4 i mean that was like my game and i took vacation days off to play it but when yeah. i tried to get back into it it was such a slow mm. game i just couldn't do it anymore yeah interesting so so are... i i mean i will not be going back and playing <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i i was waiting for you to be like and i'm going back <laughs> no it's just it's intriguing because it's on a list and yeah. i'm like oh yeah i could get back into that but i'm really excited to play doom eternal uh dishonored mm-hmm. 2 Mm-hmm. Dishonored one is very good. Um, I I did want to try Wolfenstein Youngblood, which is the mm-hmm. co-op game. Mm-hmm. Um, that one looks cool. Yeah, there's just lots of good stuff. I'm there really is lots of good stuff. I have Morrowind on Steam already, but like seeing it pop up makes me really want to jump back into Morrowind. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I know a lot of people that as soon as it popped up, we're like, Ooh, I'm going back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just cause it's like now on the mind, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have added in to my, uh, my play later list here, the evil within. I've always wanted to play that, even though I've heard the evil within two is quite a bit better jumping off place, but I imagine they'll add that on here too. Once it's, once it's ready. Oh, I have a uh, young blood downloaded to play with Kevin. We're going to hit that co-op campaign. Um, I've never played the Dishonored game, so I've always wanted to do that as well. Um, so there's a ton of shit in here. <laughs> I never played Fallout New Vegas. Um, Nolan and I have talked about jumping into Fallout 76. There's too many games. Too, yeah, many, games. too many games. Yeah. New uh, Vegas is su- super fun. Also, yeah. uh, Pillars of Eternity 2 is on here, and oh, I, yeah. I never played that. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, that game that game is dope yeah uh and then next month this game has been in my backlog for a long time but we're gonna play the 2017 prey um which everybody says is criminally underrated we're playing the 2006 prey actually (laughs) we're not playing the 2006 prey (laughs) get out of here the it's it's funny because like yeah the i watched a few review videos of just this library of games that they released and um basically saying like prey is kind of like it has a little bit of dishonored in it it has a little bit of um kind of the first person shooter mm-hmm. stuff going on too so it's like kind of the best of some of these games yeah. which uh is exciting it's got it feels like a mix between half-life and bioshock to me that's cool yeah, yeah. that gets me excited yeah. uh arcane did dishonored right is uh, it I the same so. studio okay yeah. nice Lots of stuff uh, in the backlog to look forward to or to, to, to go check out and lots of things in the future to look forward to mm-hmm. as well. 
All right, uh, game of the show, Final Fantasy VII. But before we get into it, we gotta know what uh, we gotta know what Eric's snacking, snacking on. Uh, hopefully, this one doesn't create a lot of controversy as the last <laughs> one. So I'll. <laughs> uh, this one uh, in the beginning of Final Fantasy VII remake, they mentioned pizza a lot. They do. So, mm-hmm. so I went with just some. Uh, frozen pizza from the store. I went with the Screamin' Sicilian Brazen Buffalo, Whoa. which is buffalo-style chicken with bacon. Whoa, I haven't seen that one. It, Yeah, I, I usually get the just the, the all-meat one, but this one uh-huh. stuck out, and I got that one. It's pretty good. It's, spi- it's a little spicy. Um, can I eat a slice right now? Yeah. <laughs> Brazen Buffalo. Look at this thing. Thing about the Final Fantasy connection though is they mention pizza a lot and then when they when Jesse mentions the ingredients it sounds like she does not know what pizza is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh for the for from the month of March we played Final Fantasy 7 remake. It's an action role-playing game developed and published by Square Enix. It is the first in a planned series of games remaking the 1997 PlayStation game Final Fantasy 7. Set in the dystopian cyberpunk metropolis of Midgar, players control mercenary Cloud Strife. And what a fitting name. Um, <laughs> the, the remake came out April 10th of last year. It's on Unreal Engine 4, currently only playable on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, but that exclusive should be up pretty soon. Um, to start, let's, uh, let's get into our previous history with the Final Fantasy games uh nolan you want to take it i never owned a playstation one so i didn't play a lot of the old final fantasies until much later mm-hmm. uh besides like pl- like playing them at a friend's house you know like mm-hmm. for like an hour here and there mm-hmm. um <clears throat> I, ne- I don't think i ever played final fantasy 7 as a kid i think the first time i played it was uh when me and eric lived downtown i got the pc port and i played through the beginning um kind of the first uh uh the first reactor and that's all i kind of remember i think i mostly played final fantasy 10 because uh, i had a playstation 2 i think that's the only one that i really played like a ton of and i've kind of sampled all the other ones like nine okay. nine i have on the switch and uh eight as well i have on the switch so i've i've played those ones a a little bit too okay yeah what about you eric oh man do i have a history (laughs) with final fantasy yeah uh final fantasy 7 was the first one that kind of got me into every everything like jrpg Mm -hmm. focused but mainly got me into like squaresoft games I would write down every Squaresoft game and I tried to purchase or play them Damn. at some point in my life. This was like, you know, before, like in high school, kind of, I think it was late middle school, high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy IX, played Final Fantasy X, X2, um, which was the dress, you changed all your outfits game. Um, I played a lot of the older ones i had some of them on game boy had some of them on game boy advance but since a lot of them were western versions they were like different numbers Mm -hmm. in the u.s 
so I don't actually remember which numbers I played. And then at some point they remastered the old ones, but they didn't remaster the game, they just remastered cutscenes. Do you guys remember that? Mm -hmm. I think it was like Final Fantasy like 2 and 3, but then Final Fantasy Tactics, I played the Final Fantasy Tactics Advance game. Whew. Um, and then when getting into Square games, Xenogears, <laughs> played that. Uh, Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger, Parasite Eve, Vagrant Story. Okay, Shido okay, Bla okay. Shido Blade. Now you're just showing off. Um, I actually played the Chocobo Racing game at some <laughs> point. I didn't know. I didn't um, know there was a Chocobo Racing game. Final Fantasy VII in general. I remember renting it from Hollywood Video. Mm -hmm. I remember renting it, and it came with like it was like four discs, and I was like blown away <laughs> how big it was. Yeah, I could only keep it for like a weekend so i didn't get that far in it and then my memory card got wiped at some point oh no and i didn't get it until it became like a classic game where it was like the gold uh cover mm -hmm. and then i just ended up using like cheat codes and like a guide and beating it okay but like story is somewhat in my head but was very fuzzy going into the remake i forgot about the game boy games and I beat the two Final Fantasies for Game Boy, and I played both the tactics <clears throat> oh, quite a bit. Those Game Boy ones are pretty fun and hard. Yeah. Yeah, there was, like, one that was turn-based, and then there was, like, one that was more, like, uh, like a Zelda. That that one I really liked. Uh, Brian? I was going to say, is anybody going to ask me? <laughs> no or, one gives a shit what about. you think, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in silence for a bit. <laughs> uh. My first Final Fantasy was on the Super Nintendo. It was a Final Fantasy 3. Um, I don't know how I figured that game out as a, as a wee little lad, but I did, and I loved it. Loved it. Um, at some point, I stumbled on Final Fantasy 7 at like a Ross or something like that in the bargain bin. Bought it for PC. Uh, my PC didn't run it very well. Um... So I don't think I got too far into it. I mostly remember like the reactor section from the beginning in the demo. I was like, oh yeah, this is is uh, bringing back some memories. Um, played and beat Final Fantasy nine and ten, and then I kind of fell off the series. I tried to play Final Fantasy fifteen based on the good reviews uh, it received, and I just couldn't get past um, the boy band shtick uh that it had um yeah and that's it so not much not much history with final fantasy 7 in particular and a uh, a small sample size of final fantasy games <clears throat> in which the ones that i played i mostly enjoyed besides 15 what was the was it 12 is that on game pass now uh i think it is 12 was uh the 12 was really good too i forgot about that one yeah I watched you play it, Nolan. I think yeah. I never had uh, that game. <clears throat> it was like, and then I played a little, little bit of thirteen, but that was. Yeah. Uh yeah, I played through the beginning of thirteen, but kind of fell off because I feel like it was like an auto combat thing, and I couldn't engage with it. Um, 
So we obviously all played this on PlayStation 4. None of us have um, PlayStation 5s. Um, how many hours did you guys end up putting in? I'm I, I'm about probably the same as Nolan, but I'm at like 20. But at some point when I started this game, I was like really busy with work. So I just left it on and I like paused it. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize it just kept counting the hours. I hate games that do that. I really, really dislike it that keep the uh the game clock running when you're paused i get it you're in the menu in this game like you could be you know tinkering with some um what materia. materia and <clears throat> weapon levels and stuff like that but maybe just give it like an actual pause button instead of a menu you know <laughs> yeah. uh, uh what did you say your hour count was uh it's it's around 20 okay what about you no uh i'm actually right around there as well i think i I looked right before uh, I came out to podcast, and I think I was like 1958 or something like that. You know, okay. Like I'm at like 13, 13 and a half, maybe 14. I'm at the end of chapter chapter eight, and just for reference, the average how long to beat is about 33 and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we have some time left to go until we all finish the game if caveat if if we finish the game mm-hmm. um but i want to i want to hear your guys's overall thoughts on the story so far like i said i i played like a little bit of final fantasy 7 um on pc but i don't remember anything about the story besides the fact that you are a boy with spiky hair <laughs> <laughs> and an oversized sword a boy in a man's body with spiky hair. Yeah. Uh, so where we're at right now is about halfway through the game. Like, I think there's 18 chapters. So, and I'm right yeah. at the, I think I'm right at the final boss section of chapter nine. As far as story goes, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Um, they haven't really, the story has been pretty light for 20 hours in, I would say like, hell yeah. Besides just like the general, you're part of Avalanche or you're, you're contracted by Avalanche. You've, you're working with these characters to blow up the reactors because Shinra is evil, but there's also like, what are these rogue creatures? Where'd they come from? Why do they keep stopping me from doing things? Uh, what's up with Aerith? She seems shady to me. Ooh. <laughs> uh, not in a, like, not shady, but like she, there's something going on and I want to know what it is. Like, yeah. Uh, why does Cloud keep having Sephiroth uh, flashbacks? <laughs> yeah, flashbacks. Yeah. What is happening with Cloud's flashbacks? Why is he blocking out certain information? These are all open questions. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's hooked me, so I definitely, Ooh. I definitely am interested in knowing more. Um, okay. So far, I like what's happening. It's been pretty basic, um, but I do think the game is doing a pretty good job of building the world and also giving you a sense of the uh the politics of like the class system and the city um so that's all been pretty good um for me i'm trying to like tiptoe around things so i'm not ruining the whole story so 
Um, I mean, uh, I mean, oh, you you don't want to ro- ruin it for Nolan, is what you're saying? Or, yeah, or I don't want to ruin that. Okay. In, well, even like the entire like entire game. I mean, there's like I know I know some stuff. I know like the big what everyone kind of talks about with the original Final Fantasy VII and like centered around a prominent character death. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Do you know anything about I, that, Brian? I don't. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not worried about it though. Okay. If we we want to get get into it, <clears throat> no, I didn't. I didn't want to get like too deep into it because it, it it pertains nothing to this right <laughs> this right. remake. Also, so. I um, have looked a little into um, just kind of like where this story goes, and that has also got me hooked to keep going because <laughs> it seems like it gets pretty bonkers towards the end. You're hooked all over. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I want to know hook, more. Line and sinker. As give me, I said. give me more. <laughs> Um, I definitely think it's a really slow to start. Um, I personally have become more attached to the characters in chapter nine. I wasn't really sure if I was going to keep going. And I think now Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of into it. Like, yeah, that, that's kind of like when you're playing the old one, you're kind of invested in this like relationship that's going on between cloud and Aerith that seems like happen pretty quickly in the game and this remake just takes forever to get to yeah. it and that's like that's like the huge problem with this in the in the story sense is it drags out so much stuff compared to the original mm-hmm. and the original uh like the combat was what dragged because you're grinding a lot yeah and it, so it's like this is like the story is grinding a lot right so it's like complete opposite i remember or i was looking at some videos of like old combat and like it's similar to like where it's timed so you have to wait for like a meter to charge mm-hmm. and like yeah. they were showing like a clip and like no one attacked for like 10 seconds <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> this is bad oh yeah. yeah yeah so there's usually like um spells and stuff you can do to increase like the time to attack and make a move and stuff like that but yeah i do know what you yeah are talking about yeah yeah that's where those games were kind of more strategy than um uh i'm trying to think of like this is more like action but it does have strategy but you know yeah you're more like you're more uh inclined to attack to get your other moves you know yeah right it's definitely um, more in line with the newer final fantasy games yes yeah. yeah but just i mean story like i'm i am definitely engaged in this story because of the nostalgia of the old game there is like elements of um the avalanche group that's a little weird in the new one because they they like paint them as um I mean, they're supposed to be like terrorists, and you're supposed to kind of like second guess, like, are you, what you're doing is right or if it's wrong? Because in, in the old one, you're definitely well, in in kind of both of them. Yeah. But then this one makes a weird change to like have the Shinra group like set it up the whole time, and you're kind of like, what? <laughs> like, so you're not you're not yeah. bad. They're the bad ones. Yeah. yeah. And so that like kind of changes the story for me mm-hmm. a bit, and that's kind of where it like it feels weird because now everyone's still like cool with you being a terrorist (laughs) (laughs) even though they shouldn't be yeah Yeah, i i totally got that too like um 
I was like, am I supposed to be like wondering if they're good or bad? Because I mean, they obviously are justifying their own actions amongst themselves, but then you're like running through the town and hearing the news and like you displaced like hundreds of people and killed like a ton of people that lived like by the reactor and, and everything. And it's like, uh, and nobody really talks about it at all. So it's like, okay, interesting. And then, um, Jesse has a lot of like qualms about the kind of, the second mission that you go on, I think, like she doesn't support it at all. I thought it was Tifa oh, wait, well, who didn't support it at all. Yeah. Tifa, oh yeah. Tifa's it was. Not, it was Tifa. Tifa. Sorry, you are correct. Did you? Uh, on a side note, I'm looking at the character wiki. Did you know Jesse's last name is Raspberry? Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good name. <laughs> um, uh, so do you do you know in the like this is a spoiler to the original, but she dies right away. Jesse does. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I, so this this is like where it like <clears throat> deviates from the original is it drags her character like through all these like that side mission you go on when you meet her family and stuff yeah mm-hmm. that's like all new and like all of her dialogue is basically new yeah. like she's basically a new character essentially like yeah well i mean to make an eight hour midgar section into 30 to 40 hours they they had yeah, to yeah. they had to add some stuff i i'm actually curious my like, goodness uh, like i do think this game is a little drawn out for sure like i'm not i'm not yeah. saying it's not but i don't know if there would be enough like a one to one remake a one to one remake if there would be like enough it was all voiced and like acted out like i feel like the conversations might be like really short you know what i mean yeah, I mean, it's kind of going back to like those old remakes that I was talking about, where they just did cutscenes, right? And the game's the same. Yeah, would you still like interest extra in story in the cutscenes? Yeah, is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, that's yeah. that's interesting to me because that's that's kind of what they've been doing with some of their older games is they just like. Mm-hmm. Hey, we have this like 3D anime style. We'll do cutscenes, and then the game's kind of it's basically the yeah. same. But yeah. then if you had like modes that were like new game plus within that game to give hardcore fans like something extra, I think that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, you could make uh the first episode this mid card section double the length of the original. Oh, so ten to twenty hours. Yeah, I agree. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe not ten to thirty or forty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um we're, we're getting way off track here yeah, yeah. um thoughts so far on the story my god um well kind of like in line with what eric was saying like i'm not sure if i should be questioning the motives of avalanche so far mm-hmm. um and then when you finally get like okay the whole first mission is uh you know you're just this mercenary for hire Right. You work your way into the group and then due to some happenstance, you're you're on mission, too. And that's kind of when you bond with some of these other characters, I feel like. And then, boom, you're separated from them. And then, like Eric said, in Chapter eight, you're kind of just starting over with Aerith. And I'm like, God damn, I just yeah. <laughs> I just got in tight with these dudes. Yeah. You know, some of them were starting to grow on me, not bear it. Cause fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a circumstance of uh, 
people making a stereotype of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was made sure, as Mr. Sure. T, and then the guy is doing a good job, but damn, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess there is that uh, mission between um, the first two reactors where you're hanging with Biggs, Wedge, and, and Jesse, which, like you said, Eric, is, is part of the pizza Mm-hmm. The, the pizza one where you meet her family, but then you're going on the motorcycle ride and yeah. taking out that uh, warehouse. Yeah, it's a warehouse. Yeah. All, all great. All fun. Uh, the story, I, I think, like you said, Nolan, um, I just, I, I'm 13 hours in. I have no idea where this thing's gone. It is a slow a moving. Yeah. This game, like the story excels when it's just so fast paced and fun. <clears throat> That's yeah. when it's like good. Ah, so yeah, I, I do like that, but I feel like I know you weren't really into the city stuff, but I actually, I've actually liked uh, hanging out in the cities and stuff. Mm. I really mm. like chapter four. I love that mm. whole chapter. Like when you go to your, you go to where Jesse grew up and it's like, it feels like you've been in the slums this whole time and everyone's like, totally screwed over by Shinra. And then you get to go to Jesse's house and you see Jesse's dad and he's all fucked up and he works for Shinra. And it's like, they fuck everyone. I don't know. It's cool. Like, like I was saying, uh, I like four, four is good. Yeah. Three is fine. Eight is fine. They're not great. Like those are side quests <laughs> that are not like advancing any story this, at all. The side side quests, I feel like don't really like when you're just like helping out the kids or whatever, you know? Yeah. But Je- the Jesse's yeah. side <sighs> story, I felt like did a good job of, yes, of, a, of, it, of enhancing the story a little bit and giving like I characters a little more to work with than just like, you know, there's just not a lot of that. Right. At, at where I'm at yeah. currently. Um, and boy, are those kids terribly voice acted. Oh my God. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're like adults making little kid voice, <laughs> little kid voices. I was going to say, even like when I played this game when I was younger, I didn't know this was like a cyberpunk genre. Just felt so dystopian and like yeah. mm-hmm. gross future stuff. Yeah. But I guess well, that's kind of what it I was. I mean, I feel like Final Fantasy too. Like even like the medieval, like if it's in like fantasy element, it still has mm-hmm. like futuristic looking stuff. Yeah, like so. fa- Final Fantasy three has like the mecha weapons or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that one's like super like castle-y and stuff. And then there's like airships yeah. and all sorts of shit yeah. too. Uh, which is cool the airships when they when they brought the airships back in 12 or whatever that was a huge deal because they departed from that for like a long time did 10 have airships i don't well, i mean 10, you, we're getting you had a here. flying ship but you didn't have like an airship you had like a future ship a future ship future Ooh. ship you like flew you flew around with like your crew in a ship yeah i don't really yeah i don't really which all that. which final fantasy this game the original Final Fantasy Seven, you fly around in like a. I'm trying to not, not Ducktales, but like a like a, a Mario Three well, um, pirate ship in the sky. Uh, no, I'm trying to think of the show with Blue and the kids. Tailspin. Yeah, Tailspin. Tailspin. Yeah, it's like a Tailspin. Oh, ship. cool. Yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just it's just slow going right now. Yeah. As Eric was saying. I think it's kind of interesting that Avalanche, even though that they have been branded as terrorists and Shinra kind of took uh-huh. their 
reactor explosion and used it to do way more damage. I feel like it's interesting that they're like sticking to it. They're still like, we need to fucking take down Shinra. People are going to get hurt on the way, but if this doesn't happen, like we are fucked. So, right. The, the hardest thing about this though, is there's such a big world in the original game. Uh. There's so much more outside of just Midgar to the story mm-hmm. that like focusing on this one section doesn't help build that world to to me personally sure well yeah and that's like that's my biggest beef with this being like sectioned out obviously i don't know how that plays out in cha- um in final fantasy 7 but is it like broken down into like two different stories like do you play like the first half and then you play the second half no it eventually becomes like open world and you're on a big map and then that map you can go to all these different locations and then that's how you start going to like different towns and stuff. right but is there something in the middle that says like like a break oh. like a clean break between midgar and the open world or something yeah yeah uh not that i remember there's like i think whatever the big final battle is in this game is the same big final battle and i i'm just gonna say it's probably that motorcycle thing again (laughs) uh because i believe that comes up again nice uh no it's it's like a bigger it's a bigger battle okay and then i think after that you i don't remember how you segue into like the open world but then you end up going to like a casino and a few other like places golden saucer (laughs) <laughs> yeah nice. yep. it's in other games <laughs> that's the only way i know it <laughs> i do remember what i was going to say <clears throat> another thing that's driving me a little nuts in this game so far at the, in the 13 14 hours these ghost things keep coming up <laughs> and nobody says shit about it well i don't think yeah. anyone it's can just see like it, except for you and what? Aerith. No, you can see him in the town there was no, a, I mean, in chapter three or something i don't think anyone else can see him but you and Aerith, though, or no, you and Tifa. Tifa, Tifa says something about it. Yeah, they're like attacking. Oh, I thought they like grab Jesse and stuff. I thought they were they were invisible to them, but you and Tifa. Mm-hmm. No, because everyone's fighting them. Yeah, I thought like the townspeople are running around and stuff. Yeah, but it seemed like yeah. they were just like running. Okay, well, even if it if it is your kit that way, nobody says anything about yeah. it. <laughs> they're just yeah. like it's just over, yeah. and it's like oh okay. But also Shinra's sending like experimental bio dogs down to like fuck with people all the time. Like they probably are just like, gosh, what is Shinra really Shinra's fucked us up again. again. God. God damn it. Yeah. I was really hoping to know more. Like I thought like when that happened, I was like, oh yeah, here we go. What's going on with this? Yeah. And then they just are like, well, they try it. They try and relate it when Barrett, you're in the second reactor and Barrett's like, oh, they were experimenting on these creatures. They don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Oh, that's why there's a giant, uh, I'm trying to think of, there's like a giant killer house later, you know? <laughs> Is it really? Haunted, uh, the yeah, evil it's... house. Ah, sweet. Um, there's also like a, a triceratops with motorcycle tires in the original yeah. game. Cool. Dude, I hope that shows up. Uh, it does. Spoiler. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> nice. I said spoiler after I told yeah, you it okay. shows up. Yeah. <laughs> that's, cla- that's a classic character. <laughs> yeah. So since Final Fantasy VII Remake is 
episodic uh, a series of Final Fantasy VII mm. remake games. Which, just aside, how weird is it that this game is just called Final Fantasy VII Remake when it's going to be like one of three or yeah. four or two or whatever? That's a that's a Final Fantasy movie, yeah. my friend. It should be re. It should be reboot. It should be reboot. How successful do you think the the story is told through the game format, either as um, telling it as as a video game, as like a an RPG, or even just based on this episodic nature that they are adopting for the remake. I think so far it's been pretty good um, for me at least. Uh, like again, like I feel like they're, they're doing a good job of moving you around to different locations, like all over the, the kind of underworld area. Um, mm-hmm. Like there's pretty good banter between all the characters like throughout the game. I did try. I did uh, turn it to Japanese for a little bit, mm. um, just to kind of mm-hmm. see what that sounded like. If I liked it more than the American subtitles, but it was really hard in combat to see their because, uh, um, like, the sometimes they're talking and they'll say something about like right. the story, especially like more like the bosses and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm missing. Like, I I totally missed something there. So. Sometimes there's cues like when you need to like dodge or like get out of the way or yeah, yeah, like somebody gets a yeah. hit with a spell or something too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a the president talking to you during that robot battle. <laughs> yeah, um, he's he's like giving pretty big like plot things yeah. while you're also battling a big robot mm. and the music's just jamming. I missed it. I was busy busting that robot. No, that's that's the thing. It's like if yeah. you switch. To subtitles you there's no way you're yeah, reading those yeah um yeah i don't know i mean they it, it, it's pretty linear so i feel like they're you're just going from story beat to story beat pretty much yeah so yeah yeah it's it feels very like and i i said this in a comment on discord but it felt very on rails yeah, definitely agree like yeah. on rails jrpg yeah that um there's no way to really like deviate. I mean, there's some side things you can find yeah. stuff, but it's not. Well, I, um, like I, like you're not getting story. much rich story outside of the main thing, no, like you guys were talking about. No, the the side quests definitely do not add anything that I've done so far. I liked the the little bit about the thief, the angel of the slums or whatever. Mm. The, Ro- the Robin Hood character. I thought that was like a <laughs> pretty fun character, and she she's like that reporter. Like the reporter like was so that, annoying. I feel like it's that girl. Yeah, isn't it, it is. She's the oh, it is okay. And the old the old lady. she's just fucking with that yeah. Shinron. I I like the interactions nice. between like Barrett and like the guys on the train, like the Shinron employees who clearly know that you're Avalanche or like a Avalanche. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't know. I like all that kind of shit. So I feel like they pepper in some what's good, he, some good interactions throughout. What's what's so funny? I think I messaged in the the Discord uh, a link in the Twitter bio um, that everyone else in the game is dressed normal besides uh, Avalanche. So, <laughs> <I know. yeah. laughs> like, there's only one dude walking around with a machine well, gun, massive as an arm. machine gun. <laughs> Like yeah. when you get you get off the train in that town, you're like, oh god, they're looking for us. Yeah, it's like, I know. <laughs> After uh, that 
you're like in the town watching the report of like, and the group avalanche is to blame for the reactor blowing up. And here's some video footage of them. And you're just standing in a group being like, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very good. <laughs> I'm, I, uh, I don't need to beat the, the same drum, but I'm just feeling it's a little, little dragged out. And I do wonder, um, how much nostalgia plays into, um, people's affinity for this game it's just my overarching question about the yeah. story anyways i was gonna say the, the old story was kind of just a, an adventure with friends type thing that leads to bigger bigger story reveals and this doesn't feel like that because you get separated a lot in in the original one i think you do get separated from certain characters at times but you still have like a richer party mm-hmm. to kind of interact with and that that felt great. Like you are kind of always with some people. Mm-hmm. And in this one, I feel like when, when like you leave Aerith from a party and then she joins you like two seconds later, it's oh, like, yeah. what's the point? So, what's so the point weird. of this? <laughs> that is a, such a JRPG thing. I don't get yeah. that shit. Like, am I supposed to be longing for this girl yeah. because I like left her for two seconds? Like I, it was so confused yeah. by her leaving I the think, party is that when it when you go to the farm like the first time and she goes like upstairs and you're like walking yeah. around and it's like she left the party and it's like oh time to do some chores now and then she's back in the party yeah, yeah. that was weird that was a weird section yeah. like you just go out to the balcony and look out and then you go back down yeah yeah it doesn't need to say yeah. like party in and out her house area though was very cool looking oh yeah it was nice yeah mm-hmm. um i found everyone in this remake to be extremely uh thirsty <laughs> besides besides cloud oh yeah cloud wants nothing yes. to do with it <laughs> what the hell I, I what's do his not problem get it. dude he's he's a broken down uh he's got ptsd man yeah he definitely does yeah. also but a great way to get over that is a love he, interest i think he loves My. i think he loves Sephiroth, honestly so oh interesting. <laughs> that's why he's having the dreams that's not, that's not where i saw the story going but i like it they're fever they're, they're fever, fever dreams. dreams he does seem to get a fever yeah everyone is very horny in this game there's a definitely some disgusting characters in chapter nine um but not in like the other characters aren't like really gross horny you know what i mean they're flirty yeah they're just very they're flirty. keeping it light fun and flirty yeah <laughs> uh jesse jesse definitely in chapter four all her like jokes with cloud i thought was good i on the on the motorcycle yeah yeah i really just enjoy how much everyone is dunking constantly on cloud (laughs) yeah they're just like i don't give a shit if you're being like a emo boy like we got fucking things to do like i'm gonna just continue to fuck around and you know it's good why does anybody want to hang out with him? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but he does, in Chapter 9, uh, he does start to warm up to Aerith a little bit. And mm. Yeah, there is a very sweet moment right before that where he is, she's talking to the flowers and the, he says the flowers say something yeah. to him. Yeah. And that's kind of where, it, that's kind of where he yeah. turns. That's right where I ended, yeah. just about. There's a, gr- there's a kind of a great uh, through, like a little kind of through line with cloud and Aerith when they're on their way to wall city where she's constantly trying to give him like high fives and he's just mm-hmm. not reciprocating. <laughs> yeah. And then when you get at the end of the sewers, he like goes for the high five and Aerith is like, Oh, uh, 
and they have this really awkward little moment and then in wall city there's like a tournament battle scene and where you have to fight a bunch and at the end of that you they give like this high five and it just feels like a really good little character moment nice yeah it's good that's always been the the thing is it was always a love triangle between like him Aerith and Tifa. That was always kind of the yeah the thing in the original. And they, they, they pull off a little bit in this, but Tifa definitely seems like your like best friend. Yeah, more. I was gonna say she is more like the the girl you grow up with who's like a lifelong best friend type of thing mm-hmm. more than a love interest. Yeah. Although there is some uh I would say a little dab of sexual tension there. A little bit. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's got but what there's is always it? There's that be whole what scene about like there's that whole scene about you even choosing her outfit and that kind of it determines something later, but still you're yeah. like being asked that uh, mm. question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't say I relate to anybody. And <laughs> they're just such heavy, <laughs> heavy stereotypes, maybe bigs or a uh, wedge. I mean, Yo, bro. or uh, <laughs> who is that? Is that voiced by the dude in breaking bad or not? Dude, it sounds like him. It, does. it sounds just yeah. like him. Uh, that's wedge, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. I, I relate to wedge only on, um, our affinity for <laughs> eating lots of pizza. <laughs> yeah, and giving giving thumbs up. Yeah, dude, I love. Even when you sh- you shouldn't be giving I a thumbs giving, up. I love giving thumbs up to people. It is Badger <laughs> from nice. awesome. from Breaking Bad. Uh, Matthew Lee Jones. Did you see Did you see my comment about uh, Biggs looking like uh, Charlie Sheen from Hot Shots? <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like Charlie Sheen meets a uh, snake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With like the headband and stuff. I guess I relate the most to Biggs. Just no nonsense. Is hanging out, yeah, having a good time, getting his getting his shit done. I think you know. I think on a, uh, Tifa is the most relatable for me. It's it's sad that I'm gonna say Cloud, but uh, <laughs> I'll go with that. You know, <laughs> I do see that. She seems um, like she cares about her community. She cares about stopping Ooh. Shinra. She's conflicted. You know, she's not or she's worried about what's going to happen if like these we blow up all these reactors and stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of the characters are pretty like just stereotypes for at least as of right now in the story. And hers feels a yeah. little more fleshed out. Any any characters not doing it for you guys? <sighs> uh, well, I'm this is the thing. I already know what's coming with this. And I'm very, very disappointed is Red 13, mm-hmm. which is a uh Re, like genetically modified like i don't know what he is tiger yeah, he's like a cat thing. yeah a cat it's got a yeah got a fire he, tail he was one of my favorite characters in final fantasy 7 just for like his play mm-hmm. style and stuff mm-hmm. and in this one you don't get to play him. yeah oh really yeah he's a so he does show up i was gonna say that's a huge disappointment yeah. mm-hmm. but and there's like other characters in the Final Fantasy series that I'm hoping mm. you get to play. And they just announced that DLC with Yuffie. Yeah. Who you don't have to get her in the original Final Fantasy VII. So that's a, that's funny that they're making a DLC and you don't have to so, get her in the original one. I thought that yeah. was kind of funny. I was actually wondering this. Um, so do you get Red 13 at the end of, of Midgar? Midgar? Yeah. You, I think you go to a, like a facility and you break okay. him out. Okay. Sweet. Cause I know I know so he's in I, this game. I think that's where the yeah. stories go. Yeah, I think that's where so, the story yeah, goes. So it'll probably be a little more prominent, hopefully, in the next Final Fantasy. I, I mean, I don't know the I forget the reasoning why you mm-hmm. go 
to that place. Um, so far, the only character that has really um, been horrible for me is uh, <laughs> there's this sleaze bag in chapter nine that just fucking sucks. <laughs> and I just don't like it. It's, it's gross. It's the guy who runs um, Walltown. Look at Chocobo Sam. Chocobo, he's good. Yeah, sector, sector, sector six. <clears throat> is it Don Corneo? I think it is Don Corneo. He looks like looks like a sleaze. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, okay. Uh, I was a little worried about the Andrea Rodeo character. Um, he's like a very flamboyant man, and I was like, ah, what are they gonna do with this character? Like. They did, uh-huh. they did Barrett pretty bad, so what's this going to be like? <laughs> and it, it's actually not bad. It's pretty good from my okay. perspective. I obviously, as a straight man, I don't have you know I don't have the great greatest perspective, but seems like an a, like a decent character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was expecting that to go a different way, and it it played out yeah. pretty nicely. Oh, I was gonna say I thought it was gonna be like way over the top, and it was it was over the top, but not as much as i thought it was over top in like a really fun fun way i thought same with the the jewels bodybuilder yeah jewels is good jewels is a good character i'm a squat king or whatever it is (laughs) squat (laughs) Squat sultan Sultan. that's right (laughs) were you listening to the doom soundtrack while you oh damn i should have that would have been so good (laughs) next time uh there i for side characters in that section too there's those fucking hoodlums in there oh the hoodlums (laughs) I skipped all their dialogue. <laughs> Did you really? Well, I mean, I clicked through it quickly. I didn't sit there and listen to him. I was so annoyed by him. Hmm. Burke, Be- Beck, and Butch. Yeah. Brian, you should at least play through chapter nine. Okay. I, I haven't really decided if I'm going to put it down or not. I'm still I'm still interested. I'm not. I might yeah. be complaining a lot, and I might have complained a lot in the Discord. But I'm not having a bad time. <laughs> I'm not having no. a good not having the time of my life over here. Sure. Uh, it's not you're not like, "Oh my god, this is the best game I've ever played." Yes. But yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. And like I said, I think a lot of it is that I've been cramming the last 2 weeks um just because I've been busy um which makes it a little harder to do. Uh did you were there any characters that either of you guys really disliked? You know, Bes- I will say besides Eric's hating those those goons not at this point i mean uh, like at the beginning of this game you know you can't take it too seriously so roach and rude uh, i was just like shaking my head the whole time i was like what's going on here you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe they uh reno reno or roach uh roach there's roach uh I, i've come to roach was the the guy on the motorcycle that acts motorcycle. like it's a horse or something i don't really get yeah, what yeah. the hell is going on there <laughs> and rude is the guy at the end of chapter eight who's like reno's buddy i guess yeah yeah who yeah. like yeah. you, oh, you pulls... kick him in the face and one of his lens breaks and he just pulls yeah. out another pair of like the, <laughs> the same glasses so good i laughed out loud um there those two characters are pretty good in the original too yeah yeah they're pretty not one-to-one but they're stereo like typical characters are pretty funny uh i mean yeah. if i gotta hate it's it's barrett is really bad i mean he yeah. it, it's ho- not yeah. that he doesn't work with the story it's just he's a yeah. terribly written character i'm really hoping that the he kind of they flesh him out a little more there, in the later there is um, in the second half the chapter where you're 
turning disabling like all the sun lamps and stuff before you go to that second reactor yeah mm-hmm. he starts he starts sh- showing a little bit of uh actual character development going there um, yeah, but then, for sure. but then you get separated from him. And you don't ever see him again. So, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you'll, I, you'll probably run back in. Though, I'm sure, but I feel like you've spent the least amount of time with him. Mm-hmm. It's mostly the Tifa Aerith show. Yeah, there was always something about Barrett and Tifa kind of being an item, and I always thought that was an interesting play on the whole like, <clears throat> uh, like love triangle thing. So I always thought that's the reason he kind of had a, a grudge against you because she was kind of interested in you, but mm. um. They don't really mention like where his daughter comes from or um, if he's just kind of like the godfather of the, the kid and stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. I was I was I was wanted to know more on that, but that was always kind of like, a, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll come into play since like they're clearly investing more time in God. What is the town, the city called? Midgar. 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 <laughs> yeah so there is kind of a protagonist antagonist thing in the original compared to this and and they're kind of i'm trying to remember it's kind of a slow burn in the original and this it feels like it's Mm -hmm. they try and like introduce it right away but it doesn't hit did you guys kind of feel that well yeah so yeah the the flashbacks are like they're not giving me enough to work with, you know, like <laughs> the only reason I know it's Sephiroth is because I'm familiar with the character from just knowing about Final Fantasy, you know? Mm. Yeah. They uh, they do it, like, keep saying like, do you know the old war hero Sephiroth? Yeah. And he's, but it seems like, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. He's just like in chapter eight, you learn he's like yeah. rumored to be dead. And, but Cloud thinks right. he's still alive. Yeah. And that's it. And, I feel like in it's almost feels like they're like, oh, everyone knows this guy. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how Sephiroth doesn't even show up in the original till much later in the game. Mm. Yeah. And super he's, late. He's barely even talked about, if at all, in the first like half. Interesting. Yeah. You, I think you go back to your your town where you and Tifa are from, and some stuff goes down. Yeah, they I, have. I'm been, not gonna. They have been showing flashbacks of that, which is something I'm like, oh, I want to know more, and I want to know why Tifa's in a like a howdy doody Western outfit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are. Uh, those flashbacks are few and far between. Yeah, and I think one of them, yeah. Cloud, says he wants to be a all caps soldier. Just like, just like <laughs> Sephiroth, right? Yeah. No, he, he, oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Because Sephiroth says, is like, seems like it's like, it's like the, the Captain America of his childhood. He like got in apparently like in this when he kind of got in late to that program. Yeah. Mm, the sol- the like, soldier program. The soldier program. Yeah. yeah. Like the the war had already kind of fizzled mm. out. I think by the time he got into it. Interesting. <clears throat> Because I'm looking at their ages on this thing, and he's like 21. Yeah, I saw that. I was just looking at that. Um, so yeah, I I was I was kind of curious on that aspect of it because he is kind of like the big villain in the game, but 
I was curious if you guys kind of felt that just playing the remake. I don't feel like that stuff is really paying off in in any other way besides like, yo, we got Sephiroth here, you know, like a shout out to like people playing. Like it almost feels like a nostalgia thing. Yeah. Less about story structure. It definitely seems like uh, Shinra is just the bad guy at this point. Like, I don't know if, like, at this point, I feel like Sephiroth could be like, uh, maybe you guys were buddies in the war or something, or maybe he was your your mentor or something like that. And, like, it doesn't seem like he's a bad guy. Like, Sephiroth keeps saying stuff like, you have to, like, acknowledge your past or something like that, Um, which doesn't necessarily mean that he's a bad guy i mean cloud is definitely like seems like afraid of him but it's like is he just afraid of the memory is it like they were together and something happened and maybe like cloud made a bad decision and sephiroth died i don't know but it definitely definitely seems more like shinra would be the antagonist the corporation as a as a person There is some stuff with the cloaked man. Um, yeah, that's oh, more yeah. Keep, that keeps that's, showing up. Yeah, that's more of an organizational thing later in the original too. Hmm. So it, it is definitely like I feel like he's not the main bad guy, and he's not kind of supposed to. And I think the things you're saying are very correct. Like, um there's more past relationship stuff and he he has his own goals compared to shinra mm-hmm. and shinra is still like the bad guy and everyone's kind of just playing them to be fools you know yeah they're like they're idiots <laughs> they're like they're elect they're the electric company yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely they're the the oil tycoons of midgar all the shinra like president stuff has been really good i love the like drone projector stuff yeah what is it yeah it was good what is up with uh, the character? She seems like she's like a spokesperson or something shows up. Like when the oh, I don't know second uh, reactor explodes. Hold on. She's in this character. But she's got all I know is that um, Scarlet. They just really kind of centered up on her cleavage. Yes. <laughs> That's all I remember. Yeah. And she just starts. She just comes in and starts kicking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if she's the spokesperson, like she ain't fucking around, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, this game's got its hooks in me. I want to know more. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm probably gonna play it after this. <laughs> nice. After we're done recording. Nice. Speaking of that, Eric, this. I don't know how you've been playing this game, but have you been playing it in like long sessions or? You know, I was playing one day and I thought I played for a long time and only played like an hour. Really? Yeah, and it felt like it went by like super quick. But then other times I'm like three hours in and it's I didn't move a needle. Like hmm. um that's kind of how I thought I could push through chapter nine super quick, but I yeah. obviously can't. Yeah. That house battle took me forever because I took my assess material off. Uh big because mistake. I, t- <laughs> well, I took it off because uh I I was having problems with me and Aerith. She's not healing me enough, and I'm healing the entire party and attacking, and mm. it's not work. It's not yeah. working out for me. Right. So I switched my material because of that, and then it just fucked me over. <laughs> that I, that fight was really fun for me. I like. Yeah, it. and I don't remember the original one like strategy wise, so I w- didn't realize you just look at the windows. 
Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. You look at like what color it is and that's shows the weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have one, one of the, I don't think I had the wind one material. Yeah. That, that one I, I put on cloud because it started coming up with some of the flying creatures and he can't really reach them. Right. I've been playing this game like a couple hours like before I go to bed. It has been such a good game for that. Just like popping on, playing for a little bit, and then like tuning it out for, for a while. Like I've been just yeah. been trying to play it like as leisurely as possible. And it's been like really nice. <laughs> I feel like that's like JRPGs in general, you know? Yeah, for sure. The, the hardest part is remembering the story because they're so convoluted. Oh, yeah, especially the old Just, ones. It is very chill. I do find it very easy to kick back on the couch and put my feet up, and it's not mm. extremely difficult. I think Chapter 8, it's gotten a little bit harder where I have to be like a little bit more strategic and swap characters around a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but some games, I'm like, no matter what it is, I'm like on the edge of the couch, you know, because I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> But this yeah, is this sure. is not that game. I am just kicked up, yeah, lounging, listening to some cheesy dialogue, oh, doing so some good. mostly easy fights. Maybe too yeah, maybe it, too easy they, in my opinion. But they get they get harder. Yeah, it definitely feels like they're ramping it up. Also, the I've started to get a couple materials that play like link to each other, which seems like it's gonna make some pretty interesting like builds you know yeah the linking ones are the best oh yeah dude it seems like the materials that you can link are getting pretty interesting but were you guys focusing on builds at all like i know brian you just said that it was getting a little more complicated but um did you play around with it like any sort of material besides just like fire wind (laughs) electricity and stuff I, yeah, I mean, the way I kind of typically play RPGs or even older, like, Final Fantasy games is I try to, like, specialize my characters a little bit. So, like, I have, like, a kind of a designated, like, healer, magic defense type of person and then more of, like, an attack, physical attack type of person and more like a magic attack type of person, if that makes um, some sense. Um so I was definitely doing a lot of that, um, just really honing in certain skills, which uh, is kind of interesting for this game just because characters do swap out of the party pretty frequently. Um, but the cool thing about the menu system is that you can see which materia you have assigned to the other characters and easily swap them to another character that you have in your party. Um, but then I end up yeah. losing sight of what I was doing with another character when they come back into the party. So I don't know. Um, one thing I did find interesting is that this far into the game, the amount of like weapons and other items, um, armor and stuff is, is very low compared to other RPGs that I've played. So this was this is what I was mentioning to you the other day, whereas I have not used items until I finally used items. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like an, it was and like that, literally hours later. <laughs> yeah, it was because it was literally 
because of a result of what you're saying. Like I, it feels so scripted on like what you, you rest at a bench, you heal up and and you should be in all aspects ready to go for the next battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The original one made you grind to fucking hell. Yeah. You had to tone like your team, get your material leveled up, just be ready to go for anything. Yeah. And this just makes it seems so obvious what you should be mm-hmm. ready for. Yeah. I think I think that is uh definitely like a, a thing in the older Final Fantasy games too. I remember doing that in 10 and 9 and 10 a lot like to get to like the next section it's like, "Oh, I need to grind for like you know, three or four hours before I have a chance to even like clear this area. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't mind, but I was also like way younger back then and I had more, more time to play games. You know, I think just, it's just like making video games more accessible to like a larger audience. This is one of my favorite combat systems in a turn-based RPG that I've played in a long time. Mm. Um, it is good. It's very good. It's so fun. I love how you have to like, you have to get attacks in to get your meter filled up, and like the stagger, like doing staggering damage and mm-hmm. finding weaknesses. It just feels so good. It does. Yeah. It feels. It feels like more like it's kind of like Final Fantasy fifteen, but. Like Final Fantasy 15, I feel like I was just wailing wildly and then like I would shoot off to heal. Where this one I feel like I can be a little more strategic with my moves that I'm Yeah. Making. You know, I I played about 10 hours of Final Fantasy 15 before I called it quits and I honestly don't like remember anything from that battle system which sp- probably speaks to what what I thought about it <laughs> at the time. Whereas I I like uh, the Final yeah. Fantasy VII remake yeah. one. This one hit a lot of like uh, stuff from like Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. The, I felt like the map system is very like Final Fantasy X. You get to an area, you know the map, you see where like the hidden stuff is because they show you know you. it's yeah. yeah. And then the aspect of like Kingdom Hearts, you're doing a lot of like dodge rolls, mm. yeah, until you can like hit hit them with the magic, mm. which is. That honestly, that game is amazing. If you haven't played it, um, the first one, the second one, I uh, mixed feelings. But um, <laughs> are you talking about seven point three four nine and a quarter? Dude, there's like <sighs> there's like eleven final I, of those yeah, games now. Yeah. I don't want to talk about. Well, I don't want to talk about. That. One's a browser game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think they mix a lot of those things mm-hmm. that were kind of working in those games and made a real i mean that's final fantasy every game seems to be a new system and yeah. some of them oh, are yeah. terrible no, and some definitely. of them are great definitely yeah they not only is it like a new world and a new story it's like a completely rewritten like battles system and yeah well yeah. even from like final fantasy x to final fantasy x2 yeah had wildly different mechanics but yeah. that dress system is actually really fun and fast paced. I've heard that game is f- really fun. X two. Yeah, the story is the story is sh- story is shit, but uh, <laughs> the game is really good. <clears throat> I, I did uh, find it a little weird, um, or at least it. 
I think I don't know if I've gotten used to it yet where your you need to fill the ATB meter mm-hmm. to yeah. even use an item or a spell. That that trips me up a bit. Still. Mm. That's the hard thing is like when you're very very low on health and you have no ATB. Yeah. yeah. And you have to like hit them for no reason yeah. and you know your hits do nothing yeah. yeah yeah i mean they do have it also raises when you block it does shots. yeah so i think dodge too back to kind of what you're saying about how like old the old ones are so grindy and this one seems like pretty streamlined as far as like you never really feel underpowered at least so far mm-hmm. i do kind of wish there was areas to grind that I could level up my materials more. I was going to say um, along the same note that even if you wanted to grind, I don't think there's much opportunities to. Yeah. Besides yeah. like in the hub, the kind of hub cities, I don't yeah. know if you can keep farming in like the little, the you, little areas. You can, not... you can, but there's okay. like only like three encounters, you know, it would take you forever. It's not like the old final fantasy yeah. games where you just like, walk lines you know you were just like yeah. grid off the like thing five steps and you're yeah. in another battle you're like a minesweeper basically just <laughs> going through trying to get another encounter i thought the coolest like kind of expansion on that old system was actually showing you the creatures on the map i thought that was super cool mm. not in final fantasy just in general oh me too rpg man. games yeah undertale uh was was xenogear or what's the one xenosaga uh yeah i know what you're talking about the playstation 2 uh, one yeah that one was so fun because like you there would be enemies on your path and then you also could use like items and hit them with traps if you wanted to like get around them and stuff it was good mm-hmm. yeah you you had more of an advantage if you hit them from the back yeah yeah earth earthbound uh you could actually you could see the enemies on the map i definitely like that more than like random encounters too pokemon. spooky pokemon it's like opening a jack in the box. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. you gotta walk through walk through that get grass. That's right. Yeah, I'm I'm very, very, very curious about the next iteration of this because the next iteration in the original you basically go open world and it's just a grind fest. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like when is that e- they're they're gonna have to expand on a lot of story stuff, so I'm curious about I ca- your... I can't imagine them doing open world, to be honest. Well, I'm even curious about like your progress, like from this yeah, one. if all the progress we're making in this is it carrying over, and then is it, um, you know, it, if it's exclusive to PlayStation, it works. But um, well, so I was actually just looking at the box art, um, and it says it's a PlayStation exclusive until March 3rd of 2021, and we're past that, so I don't know what the deal is. Hmm. COVID. Um, yeah yeah that's that's a good point um covid probably is the problem you know but the the questions that you're asking eric about a next one i bet they'd i mean they probably have the answer now but they didn't when uh they were developing it i don't think like they're like it's like a very much (laughs) self-contained like the if final fantasy 7 remake episode 2 outside of midgar that's the full title of the game that i'm proposing um (laughs) it could just also have a completely uh different battle system and stuff that's true i I I wouldn't be surprised yeah Uh 
you know, and then that game will be another five or six years from last year. <sighs> It'll be a PlayStation Six game. I'm, oh my god! I'm hoping it's just like next year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, yeah. Um, buh, 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 buh. back to game mechanics. Um, I was gonna say like in terms of like going into a battle for like strategy and stuff mm-hmm. uh, i just try to prepare myself mm-hmm. me and nolan were kind of talking about earlier about materia but that mm-hmm. that was like all i could think of like I, the old one kept you on your toes constantly because if you were low on items and stuff you were screwed mm-hmm. this one i feel like i have an overabundance of just like talismans and pendants oh. that i don't wear oh yeah <laughs> oh is that yeah. what you meant for, i thought you meant more like the potions and elixirs and no i'm talking both but okay. potions and elixirs i didn't use that stuff at all oh. until this last battle gotcha yeah <clears throat> i i'm definitely more used to like having uh, an abundance of weapons to choose from and experimenting with like different armor sets and bracelets weapons and something else like there, it really isn't much of a selection at all, which was I found a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. I feel like the ta- the um, accessory slot is a little more interesting than yeah. the other one. Yeah, and yeah. I think I've got I've gotten four swords for Cloud, mm. and I have I three. Think... I just got the bat with the nails. Okay, yeah, you get you get that, the bat is super fun. You get one next chapter, mm-hmm. but. And then that's the one that I'm using right now. It's got like a really cool like spin attack. Uh, the cutscenes, does it show his traditional sword or does it show whatever you have equipped? It shows whatever, whatever you, you have, have equipped. equipped. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, that bat will show up and he'll it'll still make the noise where he's like magneting it to his back or whatever. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah. I think I have three staffs for Aerith and then just two for Barrett and Tifa. But mm. yeah, mm-hmm. it, I, I swear, dude, it feels like chapter nine is like where we just finished the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Yep. At least to me, it does. Hmm. Like, I feel like I'm about to, it's about to kick off. But I think, honestly, Nolan, I don't know, but I think this is where it slows down <laughs> from, from all the, for all the reviews. Mm. I think this is where it hits hits the yeah. grind. I know there there is oh, a wall really? wall somewhere in the in the the reviews. Why what why the, people don't want to replay on PS Five for like all the intricate grade ads, besides like the extra episode, but it adds stuff to right uh, the actual hmm. base game. Did you see like what it takes just to get different dresses? Uh, for for Aerith? for Aerith and Tifa. Well, Tifa. So you have to Tifa. You just you have, have to, re- to pick one, and then, uh, like when she asks you what you want for dinner, or like if you want to go out, she and then you answer like a mature. You're mature. You're sporty. Blah blah, blah or something else. Yeah. And then Air. So there's. Aerith, you have to do all the side quests. Yeah. Yes. So there's an achievement to get all their dresses, which there's nine dresses total. Mm. Oh, so, so yeah. Oh, between all the characters, you mean? 
Yeah, so you have okay. to replay chapter three, right? And then whatever chapter four, maybe I think, yeah. and then this last chapter nine. But I think you can also uh, after you beat the game, you can just go back to chapters. You don't have to start from the beginning. Yeah, but you still have to play them three times. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You, you could. It just creates. I don't get the incentive too. to go back. I mean, and that's do that. just a. I feel like that's a. <laughs> That's a achievement hunter thing, though. You have yeah. to replay a game like a million times. Yeah, uh, it's just Dep- yeah, depends I, on the, that depends just on the game. <laughs> but some some are friendlier sure. than others. That's for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Last of Us had one where you had to play multiplayer for like an insane amount of time, yeah. and people were like, "I don't want to play the multiplayer." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it sucks when they add multiplayer trophies to like single player games. Yeah, for sure. Um, Anyways. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I guess, uh, um, I mean, we're talking collectibles here. Um, Eric, you Eric you, you're compl- <laughs> complaining about some <laughs> CDs, I think. Uh, I think it's such a dumb collectible. The the like, o- the OG discs? Yeah, like the fact that mm. you collect them and you can't play them anywhere besides those jukeboxes and then they are still playing the main music over the entire game yeah, and yeah so you yeah, can't yeah. listen to them it's such a such a dumb thing that brings me to one of my biggest complaints of the game playing it is the audio balancing is terrible <laughs> yeah, because there's um when you're walking around like the towns there's constantly overlapping dialogue not just between npcs but you could uh, like be talking to a character about um, a side mission and then there'll be like an NPC talking at the exact same volume and I was yeah. under the TV broadcast broadcasting <laughs> like the news and they're all the exact same volume and I'm like I don't know what the fuck this old man's saying I don't know yeah. what he wants <laughs> apparently I have to go to a grave or something like that it, it seems like I, I mean oh, I had sorry. subtitles on, so that was yeah. that was it. But um and then you the music is always full bore at the same time, like Eric said. Mm-hmm. Like if the boom box is going, there's uh in the same oh, area, right. it was that angel of the city or whatever. Yeah. You you go into that community center and you have to talk to people at the community center and they're all <laughs> talking over each other and the boom box is raging and the, yeah. the main music is going is going and i'm like yeah sometimes i'm like this game took how long to make like nobody nobody put this together yeah it there's so many like short short short-sighted things like that yeah after seeing how many games have come out during this time there's also uh another thing that drove me crazy too was like if you ever have to climb like an overhang um there is the church with Aerith when you fall through the roof mm-hmm. I think I think it was chapter I think that's the beginning of chapter 8 actually yeah um, and you're on the the roof and you have to climb across climbing front back left right great if you have to climb diagonal it takes like three times as long yeah <laughs> yeah it's because um, you have to turn you can only move in one direction yeah exactly yeah. and there's so many times where you climb uh, or you're scooting through tight spaces for whatever reason. I don't know why these are in here. If they're like yeah. loading sequences or something like that. And then th- it's slow as fuck. Just like the story. Um, 
and then you <laughs> and then you have to like move the joystick to like follow the camera which some sometimes it doesn't work yeah like it should like the camera's pointing one way and you're like trying to get cloud to turn the corner and he's just like inching like forward and and backward and scooting and i'm like what is what is happening yeah i had some notes too about like the camera being punched in so far uh yeah that when you would you would rotate it you would hit so many walls i i zoomed it out to three just based on your recommendation right away um, and there was one point I'm like, did I actually zoom it out to make sure that there wasn't like a couple yeah. extra notches to go, you know? Um, yeah. Brutal. Just brutal. Uh, there was also a thing too about like just going from running around with the, uh, faster running button mm-hmm. and then in battle, the bat, like the runs, not the same. It's yeah. like. There's a lot of like little things like that mm. that just drove me up the wall. Sometimes the 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 locking in battle like didn't work at all either. Well, because you're moving the camera with the same button that you're switching <laughs> to yeah. characters and stuff that you're yeah. fighting. It's there's a lot of like little stuff where I'm like, this game could have took a little bit more more time in the oven, but it's like, how much time does it really like? You gotta, it's gotta come out at some point. Yeah, yeah. But if they didn't fix this stuff in five or six years like it's probably just not going to get fixed and it's been a year already so it's like that's just the way it is there wasn't like other bugs like i didn't come across any bugs or anything um no i i I didn't either i definitely saw the i could see that this game was struggling with my playstation a couple times Um, oh yeah um just like with like some textures not loading Mm -hmm. yeah I, i would get a lot of texture load in on like uh conversations and cutscenes and stuff yeah there there was also like a pretty funny it made for some funny moments but um like you would get to a conversation and the game had to load so your character would just stand with his arms crossed facing this this person (laughs) and it would be like i don't know five seconds of silence and you're like okay what's going on here clouds just staring at him or and then like there was one where you you talk you're talking to this person, he says something and then you turn to Aerith and it it's loading and it it like almost paused in a com- like the perfect common comedic moment of like Aerith and Cloud looking at each other like what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah. I wish I could remember what it was in context, but it it wasn't like that bad. Like it wasn't like um really it didn't really ruin the game for me but it did add some comedy to it yeah definitely um just because i've been playing on like a a next-gen console for you know a couple months now and going back to the ps4 like i I didn't want to be i didn't like knock it like i didn't write any negative notes on any of that stuff that i know is just like a limitation of the the older generation system yeah but I definitely uh, can tell I'm getting a little spoiled <laughs> already, which I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, I was going to play uh, Miles Morales on the PS4 and stuff. I'm like, ooh, do I? Do I not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny you bring that up because the expansion, the DLC they mentioned, the mm-hmm. Yuffie stuff, um, I was 
talking about there's an article on kotaku about there's like a team devoted just to like lighting Mm. some of these like new scenes for like the ps5 Mm -hmm. it's crazy yeah yeah i feel like people think it's a switch you know takes a lot of work to incorporate new lighting systems and stuff they don't work all Mm -hmm. the same so Mm -hmm. yeah my biggest pet peeve on reddit is when people are like those like name drop a feature and they're like how hard is that you're like yeah yeah. Fuck yeah. off, man. You don't, you, you don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, a the hard thing. The hard thing is if it is like you see Unreal Four being their engine or whatever, uh-huh. and they're like, "What could they just update to Unreal? You know, Unreal Five or whatever. You yeah, know, yeah. whatever the next thing is." <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was another. Um, as far as like just an art asset thing, I noticed. Um, when you're on when you're up in the sun, um panels walking around mm-hmm. and you look down at the city it is clearly a image of the city below you <laughs> oh yeah and like the buildings aren't at the right perspective mm. i was like what is going on down there <laughs> and i was like looking at it and yeah. i was like that looks funky and then later when you're walking to um after you leave the church and you're walking to towards the city with Aerith. If you look out in the distance, like towards the train station that you're heading to, there are two helicopters clearly baked into the image. Like no no animation of their propellers moving, nothing. It's just like them <laughs> static floating in the air. Huh, it's so good. It's so funny looking. Um, like it's a, just a background element, you know, so it's right, you know, whatever, right, right. but... Uh, it's that's it's your, still that's your throwback to the original Nolan, dude. Some of the things in this game feel make this game feel like a classic RPG, <laughs> and that's not like a. It feels nostalgic, but also it's not like great, you know. Like yeah, the, like you're saying about like the ladders and stuff, like the arrows, like you have to hit X every time you get oh, into a yeah. ladder, and you that just reminds me of playing old school RPGs. I'm like. I wonder if this was like a design choice to like make you feel like you're playing an mm. old game. Yeah. Uh, there's I can't also imagine like they would. <laughs> console controls yeah. too. Like, I don't know if hitbox is the right word for it, but like the, the space that you have to hit X in is so small, you know, like if you're slightly over to the right, left or the right. right to like interact yeah. with a control panel or something, I'm just like, yeah. Why do you have to make it like this? <laughs> like, you know what I'm trying to do here. Yeah. X yeah. only does so many things in this game. Do you, So do you guys think you're going to finish it? The uh, Final yes. Fantasy VII. I'm probably going to play after we wrap this. Nice. Up. That's dedication. I want to get through chapter nine at least. Actually, probably going to do the same. Uh, and I do want to finish it. I, I, I don't know if it's because I came from just a super stressful month. And most of the games I play are like competitive shooters slash survival games. Yeah. But this has just been like such a, I am having fun. I'm sipping a beer (laughs) and like every hour, some bombastic weird shit happens. (laughs) And I like have a nice chuckle, you know, (laughs) this is your, your Stardew Valley right now. Yeah. Stardew Valley is more stressful than this game. <laughs> like this is like watching like a popcorn film for me. Yeah, you know? like, interesting. 
I don't know. It's just been I've really enjoyed just my time with it so far. Mm-hmm. Are you? What about you, Brian? Is the jury out yet? You know, no. The jury, the jury's not out. Um, normally, if I get to like, I don't always put like a a stamp at like ten hours and you know say like uh like this is it i've seen enough um yeah. because that was definitely like death stranding or final fantasy 15 like i am having a decent time with this game maybe mm-hmm. maybe even maybe even a good time it's yeah. definitely not a bad time i'm not miserable playing it it's not like um i turn it on i'm like fuck i have to play this game some more like i did yeah. with death stranding you know <laughs> which is probably my like least that... favorite game we've played on this podcast i i felt like when we were just discussing in the monthly discord channel you it felt like you were kind of off the wagon and then you're like back on the wagon and then you're you're kind of back yeah like off but then back i don't like not i don't think i was ever off it there's just a lot of like i i think i was just saying that there's a lot of stuff where i'm just like shaking my head and i'm just like what is happening in this game (laughs) and that's really all it is is i just don't know what's happening like you go through a whole chapter like the motorcycle chapter lots of good stuff in there but then Mm -hmm. it's like the (laughs) the sequence when you're riding out of the tunnel is like so long and i'm like just slashing constantly i'm like okay come on but then roach shows up and i'm like okay this is fun. This is weird. All right. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. And then you do the Jesse stuff and it's cool. Like the, the rest of that chapter was great. It's just, there's like so many, like not so many. There's just a couple of mo- moments where I'm just like questioning, like what's good. What, what, what yeah. is this? What when, is this uh, good? when uh wedge gets shot in the ass and then Jesse oh. slaps his butt. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I completely forgot. Clap. I mean, that's the same, Classic that's the same moment. chapter. And I'm like, yeah. what is it? What is happening here? What, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was, I was fucking, it was like one in the morning and I was fucking gut busting laughing at yeah. like this ridiculous scene that it, was happening. That was, that was ridiculous. Oh, he got like lit up with the machine gun in the chest. Yeah. yeah. And then it was on his ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so weird. Um, I, I, I think I will play it more. I, I don't know where I'm going to fit it in is yeah. the thing with other games. yeah it's it's the, the high price tag of 40 hours is the rough part well so will i finish it i don't know would i recommend it to somebody it's got to be with extreme caveats like this is not just like an anybody should play this game you have to have maybe some i don't know if you need to have some history with final fantasy uh series but you definitely have to know what you're getting into going in i i think you do for the history yeah like I I was I would not have played this game if it wasn't a free game. Mm. Yeah, I I, I wasn't going to at all. I I because everything I, came out and I was like, I, eh, I don't know. I yeah, I played the demo and I was like, not not into it. I did I'm enjoy like, the demo. Isn't... Really? Yeah, I did. But I was like, I don't know how much of this I can play. You know? Um, yeah. No, I think I don't. How many how many like current JRPGs do you play? Are there any? See, I, that's I've fallen off from a long time ago. Yeah, that like my my list of like the Final Fantasies was kind of it, and then I just stopped. Yeah. Um. So Nolan, uh, you since you play a lot more current JRPGs, I mm-hmm. think would yep. you say that's true? Uh, um. Yep. Would you 
how would you recommend this game to somebody? Would you say it like fits in with current JRPGs or that you need to have some history with Final Fantasy to make a, a solid recommendation on it? What do you, what do you think? Um, I would recommend this game. I think the only thing I would, the only reason I wouldn't recommend this game is if, if I would, first thing I would ask is, do you like anime at all? <laughs> uh, cause I mean, this feels like very much like an anime game. Mm-hmm. Um, like I feel like the old, the old final fantasies kind of, there was a little bit of a, because of like the low poly nature of it, it wasn't as like noticeable, but some people really just like are against anime, you know? Yeah, definitely. And like as modern anime and graphics have gotten better, they have like basically just become, you're playing anime episodes or Mm -hmm. RPGs, you know? So Mm. I would basically be like, if you don't like, if you don't think anime is like interesting at all, I would not play this game. But mm. besides that, I would recommend this game to like anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got f- freaking banging music, really, <laughs> really interesting combat. Like, I feel like it it really pushes on the like standard turn based style RPG. You know? Yeah, definitely. In like a fun way, and it still feels strategic. So. I don't know. It's just really, really good game. Uh, I, did we talk about how banging the soundtrack was? I don't think we did. No, we didn't. Um, I mean, we don't. But, we don't have to dwell on it too much. But it is banging. I think we. Yeah, it's good. Other thing that if I was going to recommend this game to someone, I would say you summon this giant monster, <laughs> and he wrecks <laughs> house. Yeah goes into like the dopest cutscene I've ever seen of like flame shooting out of the ground and he does like a pile driver. It is so good. Yeah. Did you get the did you battle fat chocobo? I did not battle fat chocobo. I uh, I got it. It's a good I, one. Uh Shiva? Yep. Mm-hmm. Shiva's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got the other I got the Moogle Chocobo summon. Yep. I got that one too. But I haven't summoned him yet. Yeah. I I've did. Only, I've hilarious. only summoned <laughs> If if it or whatever, you can't summon very often, which is a little disappointing. Yeah, just on boss. Yeah, battles, yeah. Seems like that's. I, I mean, we don't have to go back to the old stuff, but that was kind of a big thing too back then. You could summoning kind of just yeah. build that meter up. Well, you would also grind it out too, wouldn't you? Yeah, it'd be cool. And um, also, the thing about the summons is, if you missed a boss battle and you didn't like, you didn't steal from a boss battle, you just wouldn't get that summon. Mm. Mm. So there was stuff like that. So there's like a steel materia. Mm. Uh, so that's kind of interesting in this one that you have to do the VR stuff. Yeah. Which I do um, like those battles. Like I, I like the Shiva yeah. one. It was fun. It'd be cool if you're that meter built up over battles. Like it carried over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so did this game win any game of the year awards or um, i think it won i'm looking right now i think it won for music yep best score i know i know i saw i saw a ton of best scores i think there was a lot of game of the year nominations so it was nominated for game of the year it was nominated for best game direction it was nominated for best narrative and best art direction and it won best score in music and this is what the video game awards 
Does it uh, so, does it make crack your guys's top five, top three, top two of twenty twenty, or anything like that? Uh, looking at the games that are on this list, no. I don't know. I don't know. Can you hit? Can you hit me with that list? Yep, we got Doom Eternal, uh-huh. Ghost of Tsushima, Ooh. Hades, okay. Animal Crossing: New Horizon, yeah. Last of Us Two, yeah. and Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. Final Fantasy Seven wouldn't it be on your top? Out of all those games, yeah. no. Like Hades, Last of Us Two, and I haven't played Ghost, but I assume it's better than. <laughs> oh man, uh, hey, hey, it goes Hades and then Final Fantasy for me. Whoa, yeah, high praise. Last of Us Two was, yeah. I mean, there's some yeah. like good character shit in that game, but. Man, I did not enjoy. I didn't enjoy. I didn't have any fun playing it. I guess. I think it's a better game, but I didn't have as much fun. But that's. I I just thought this was a weird a weird thing because it's a remake. But I I love playing Last of Us too. But I had more like narrative problems. But that's a different yeah. thing. Any other final thoughts on Final Fantasy VII? Actually, I I would just like to hear. I know we touched on it a little bit, but mm-hmm. what do you? Where do you think? this game's gonna go or like where do you think the next game is gonna go i i i thought it was just gonna be um you know another sequel to this and then it would be done Uh like a part two and then it'd be done uh but once they announced that dlc i was i kind of started getting afraid of what's happening Mm. (laughs) with this um because that just seems like it's going to be more side missions and then they could just basically do side missions for all those characters that are kind of part of the party. Oh, you mean like you're you're fa- and, you're worried your favorite characters aren't going to make it into the main game? Yeah, that they're not going to be like main story elements. Right. Um cuz like my favorite character is uh Cat Cat Sith, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> like cat controlling a robot like moogle looking thing so was he was he like uh, a was his story like even a part of the game or was he just like a character you got he's like a character you get at the casino um i forget how you get him but um he he's like part of the story like once you have the characters in your party they're like more they like comment more hmm. mm-hmm. you know they're like they uh reflect on like the world more mm. and i thought that was great because like you you get out of mid midgar is such a just dump <laughs> like and i'm not trying to insult the people that live in midgar you know yeah. but it's the world is so much bigger than huh. them and so like even red 13 he has such a crazy like past mm-hmm. um that a lot of those characters i don't know what they're gonna do with, with yeah. them Huh. So I, I I mean they could easily they could easily just make all the new locations that you travel to in the open world just little locations and it's gonna be fine. Mm. Like they're gonna do another sequel. They'll go through those locations. You'll go to Cloud's like house. You'll go to casino. You'll go to the ending location, and then that's gonna be gonna be mm. it. I wonder if they're gonna roll in any like of the expanded final fantasy seven universe stuff like advent children or the crisis core games being like prequels to final fantasy seven 
Yeah. I think they already have that in this one. I'm look. I'm gonna look at this character list real quick, because I don't remember. Is it Zach? Is I that ha- who you're thinking of? Yeah. Because yeah. he's a he's like the main character in Crisis Core. Oh, you know what? I think you get. Okay, sorry. I think you get flashbacks of a character that looks like Zach, and you think he is Cloud in the original game. Oh, really? And I think that's the stuff with like Sephiroth. Hmm. But I could be completely wrong. I mean, you know, high school. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but that stuff could get really interesting in a sequel. I don't know what that is, yeah. though. I I would be curious because, I mean, like, I've only really seen Advent Children. And then I've played. I actually have Crisis Core on my PSP. <laughs> I should play it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. That's all I got. Hmm. I'm trying to even find like what the hell they have planned for a uh, future. Yeah, it's been Final just Fantasy Radio VII. Silence. I feel like. Well, they had that uh, Square Enix thing like a week or two ago, yeah. and they didn't they... really say much besides the Intrigade thing and some standalone um, mobile games. Oh, first soldier or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, Nolan, Nolan, I just looked up Zach. Zach is in the in the original game, but he's in the flashbacks. And he is identical to Cloud, but then they expand on him in uh Crisis Core and Advent Children. So, Wait, is he in Advent Children? Oh man, it's been so long. That's what, yeah, that's what it. Dude, I I, I, I feel like I'm about to just like go deep dive into Final Fantasy lore. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Shit, I can see it right now. Um, but there's there's so much like weird like there's like soldier second class and there's all this like soldier weird stuff. Yeah. It's it's not yeah. worth doing. It don't don't even don't, <laughs> don't even, even don't even. He's pulling the plug on you. I kind of want to. I'm yeah. Gonna... <laughs> just like I'm pulling the plug on our Final Fantasy VII conversation. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Next month's game for the game of April, we are playing Prey, developed by Arcane Studios, published by Bethesda Softworks. Um, this is on the Cry Engine, which uh, should be fun, I think. Um, A notoriously can... hard engine to use. So, what's with <laughs> this Cry Engine, Unreal Engine? In uh, the... Ty- Typhoon Hunter is that uh, expansion pack that or the dlc that nolan was talking about that's the oh, that's okay. the multiplayer um, yeah. one there's another one <clears throat> god damn it uh what's it called pray moon yes yes pray moon something <laughs> <laughs> moon crash yeah moon crash that's it <laughs> Um, so you can play this on Windows, PlayStation 4, and your Xbox consoles. It's also on Game Pass. Hold on. Let me see if it is. It's console, PC, and xCloud through Game Pass. Um, this game originally came out in May 2017. I think it got uh, very high reviews um, and is severely underrated from what I hear, just because the console versions were pretty lackluster. Yeah, I feel um, like they had they had some issues for sure. 
I'll post the uh, Digital Foundry video on the newer versions um, in there with like FPS boost and stuff once we get this thing going. Hmm. Um, I'm going to read the story synopsis. It's a little long here, but I think it's pretty good. Prey takes place in an alternate timeline that resulted in an accelerated space race and humankind taking to orbital stations far earlier. The player controls Morgan Yu while exploring the space station Talos 1 in orbit around Muth Urn. Uh, oh, sorry. In, or, in orbit around <laughs> Earth Moon L2. I don't know what that is. Where they were part of a scientific team researching the Typhoon, a hostile alien force composed of many forms with both physical and psychic powers, such as shape shifting into a clone of any inanimate object. Oh, that sounds terrifying. As the Typhoon escapes confinement, the player uses a variety of weapons and abilities derived from the Typhoon to avoid being killed while looking to escape the station. The player gains access to areas of the station by acquiring key items and abilities, eventually allowing the player to explore the station in an open-world setting. Kind of sounds like a Metroidvania. The game combines elements of role-playing video games, stealth games, immersive sims, oh, and Metroidvanias in its design. There you go. Perfect. Eric, you guys Eric's gonna tricked, love it. tricked me into a Metroidvania. <laughs> I got you again. <laughs> I had no idea. That's Bray. I'm excited to play it. Um, I've been wanting to play this for a couple years now. I have played the beginning, and it is fun. Yeah, I just played. I just played the beginning too. So you both try to make sure it would work. Are gonna play on PC? I imagine. I was gonna and see gonna if play, I could get it real yeah. cheap on PlayStation, but. Mm. Uh, from from that digital foundry video, I don't think you'd be doing yourself a a service there. No. I don't think I would be either, but yeah. I was like, it was, I was weighing it between relaxing, like a relaxing setup to like performance and relaxing right. setup was uh, winning. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Check uh, used copies. Maybe you find some. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, do you guys have anything to add to, to pray? Uh, no, I, anything, uh, anything to tease for April? Uh, no, I'm an actually, oh, you mean like a, a April Fool's? No, 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 please, please don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm more, I want to <clears throat> dig into that cry engine a little bit. Cause, um, that was kind of like what I built my computer for was, Ooh. uh, crisis, That's right. uh, two. That's right. Nice. So I, yeah, I want to kind of dive into that and see how much it changed, uh, from the beginning of the game to the end of cool. the game. So. Uh, that'll do it for us for the month of March. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed Final Fantasy VII and you play along with us in the month of April for Prey. If you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps us out. Send us any feedback to videogamerations at gmail.com. We want to know what you think of the games we've played, what we're playing in the future. You know what? Hit us with that Mayo talk. Spicy mayo, Miracle Whip, Japanese mayo. Let's hear it. Yeah. Let's get the conversation going. I mean, next month is next month is May, so that's almost Mayo. Oh, oh damn. Interesting. Interesting. Uh Twitter at VG Rations. And then guys, you want to get in on the Discord server. It's a good time. Guarantee it. That's where you all can the find... that's where all the hot mayo talk is really happening. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need a Mayo channel here in no time, and also like get in before the ten billion gets dropped. Yeah, yeah. 
you can find the link to the Discord server on our, our bio, and we'll catch you next month. See ya. See you around.